This is a HeadGum Original. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. I was feeling down, my girl left town, and I'm horny. I found this time, she's just my type, but I'm quarantined. You know that I could use some advice. You know that I could use some advice. If I were you, oh, 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 if I were you, oh, 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 wow. Nice guys, indeed. Do you know what that was a parody of? It was a parody of the, I think it's the Kings of Leon. Is that possible? <laughs> I know the song. I don't know the 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 band, but yeah, that definitely that sounds I could right. Use somebody. Yeah, it's like yeah, that, right? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Use somebody. It's, if I could plug anything mm-hmm. he writes, it would be my TikTok account. Nice. I'm a pizza lover. Forty four. So there you go. Nice. Cool. I'm a pizza lover as well. Actually, I really uh, like that's... that authentic NYC. <laughs> yeah. That like nice. deep <laughs> Chicago style. I need to that say Sicilian yeah. shit. That a pizza, the modern a pizza pie. Right. Um, <laughs> nice. You don't have to vamp, by the way. Like we have a lot to get to. Okay. So you know, no, I was just. I could it seems fucking, like you're killing time. Yes, I thought we I just, were gonna. Wax. I haven't even said. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna wax pizza wise, but if you want to just get straight to the show. And you don't want to hear. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. You're speaking in a way that makes me anxious. Like everything okay. you say takes had, so long, and you haven't said anything yet. I had some. St- well, Just I, let me I, get I there. I can't say anything when you're interrupting me. And I had some. I had some things to discuss about toppings nice. and crust. I, <laughs> okay. Was that supposed to rhyme, or like, did you accidentally <laughs> say something clever? It was a happy accident, my friend. It was just <laughs> nice. So the one good thing that came out of that was a mistake. <laughs> mistake. It's called a happy accident, not a mistake. Uh, it's by Carter Quinn and Adam from Calgary. That's what I wanted to say. 
those mm. three dudes from Calgary, Canada. Thank you for writing that theme song. Appreciate Shout it. Shout out to Calgary. Do you remember our live show in Calgary, Canada? Yeah, I remember going to Calgary for the first time, and then we headed even further, either east or north, to Winnipeg. It was oh no, we went Winnipeg then Calgary because I remember the cities grew in size. Mm-hmm. It was Winnipeg? Wait, was it Winnipeg, Calgary? Yeah, Vancouver. Did we start in Toronto? No, I don't think we did Toronto that tour. That yeah. was just like central Canada, and then we moved west. <laughs> God, can you imagine? Are we ever going to do a show in Winnipeg and Calgary again? <laughs> they won't let us in. They definitely won't let us in. Yeah, no, they don't want our fucking coronavirus-ridden asses there. <laughs> imagine how cold it is. I mean, it's cold in New York City, so I can only imagine what's going on right now in Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's, it's like seven degrees Win- here tonight. Seven degrees Fahrenheit. In NYC, yeah. Okay, so let's search Winnipeg weather over under minus ten Fahrenheit. Is that's my line? Would you go over under my o- negative ten Fahrenheit? Over under? I'd go over because I was actually wrong about it being uh, that cold in New York, twenty five. So okay, let's. I think it's. I think it's nine degrees there. Yeah, the low tonight is ten. So pretty good. Wow, close. Pretty good. Yeah, that's fucking a degree off. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, no. Pretty I, good. I felt like I almost you sort of you fudged it. you fudged the line when you gave me the the New York information. That made me consider that there was like a nor'easter or something. <laughs> and so when you poisoned me with that data, that that <laughs> fake poisoned news, you. you gotta get poisoned with data. I fed you information. <laughs> Uh, here's some information after a year of quarantine we're finally hopping on the the bandwagon we are doing a live show virtually that's a big deal so we can't quite get our asses to calgary or winnipeg but we are doing a live show yeah we still miss the adrenaline the excitement of talking in front of people and since we can't get that irl it's going to be an if i were you this podcast live with friends who are to be determined we still have to ask them but right, i but assure this time you we don't have to fly so it's it's a little easier it's a it's, it's an a easy ask yes, i hope and i i think we can swing for the fences like we don't have to have like like shitty ass b-level celebrity bullshit like ben like i want to like actually wow. like Ben's let's like aim fucking high. even like celebrity let's aim as- high celebrity aside <laughs> which he is like he's just a good friend of ours so that was like i know and this, as i was thinking what like what if we say okay we say hell no to ben right because like that would be fine to have him i honestly haven't even brought it up to him mm-hmm. but what if we go for like John freaking Lovitz. <laughs> John Lovitz. I mean, I think Ben is the critic. more famous than John Lovitz. John right? Lovitz. John Lovitz. Really? I, th- yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think I think okay. he would be a better draw for our show. That's for sure. I was. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. I was gonna that say, what sense. about getting fucking Mitch McConnell? That's really cool, actually. Just like so instead of like Thomas Middleditch, it's like leader. me. Yeah, it's us and Mitch, and we're just sort of grilling their ass about like the perfect tinder buyer or some shit that's cool yeah what is mcconnell's fucking goat tinder bio how does mcconnell get laid on hinge i need to know (laughs) i probably doesn't right because he's not photogenic and he has a bad personality yeah he has a weak jaw and track record so those two things so that's like you know 
Definitely. Yeah. I don't I bet he doesn't even have hinge. He maybe <laughs> yeah. he maybe has bumble. I sorry, I thought you were joking, but like you're actually <laughs> starting to consider this shit. Yeah. <laughs> he well, doesn't I mean, have the dating apps. He yeah. could get on Raya. I nice. I, I was just goofing around about like having Does him on the show, but now like no, don't Google. Do not Google that. Have yeah, Instagram. have Raya. I just want to see if he has Instagram because if he has Instagram, yeah, then wow. he can get to Raya. He does have an Instagram. <laughs> he has such a bad Instagram. He wow. has fourteen thousand followers on Instagram. That's fucking less than me, and I'm a fucking joke. Well, his oh. last post was just a lasagna he made. It actually looks pretty <laughs> good, Mitch. You're a home chef, dude. Same. <laughs> Holy shit, he said, please don't grill me. This is my third attempt to LOL that Zanya life. This is actually really good, Mitch. <laughs> I don't how'd you get the cheese to be so stretchy, Mitch? <laughs> oh, there's crumbs all over his stove. He didn't really consider that. Yeah, people are sort of taking him to task for that. Clean you gotta your turn stove. the flash off, Mitch. That's that's gonna show years of grease. And gears of yeast. So the <laughs> stove itself is filled with this almost like this nutritional yeast or something. Wow. I bet everybody that was considering like getting tickets to our live shows has uh stopped. Because of the gears of yeast or the uh <laughs> That was probably the exclamation point on the entire thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we haven't said the URL yet. Uh, I'll, it's, oh, fuck. It's onlocationlive.com slash Jake and Amir, but I bet we can find a way to just have jakeandamir.com forward to it. So That'd let's cool. do that. So, so it's, it'll be on our Twitter or social media. We'll be very annoying about it. But yeah, if you want to snag a ticket now, it's a virtual ticket for 15 bucks at onlocationlive.com slash Jake and Amir. It's and our podcast live with friends. And then I think you can watch it even after the show. Um, and by the way, if even if you're just considering buying a ticket, you can get a preview of our new podcast cover art when you go to yep. that link. So yeah, if yep. for nothing yep. else than to just peep the new logo, check that out. The new artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Dave Clock for working on that. We're, oh, yeah. we're nearly finalized with that. We are. Um, all right. Uh, so like we said, this is an advice show. If I were you, the only one on the web still hosted by us and i'm amir and i am jake uh it's winter time so i thought we should answer this um sunny question warm weather question Ooh, just, like just sort of make us think imagine live in a Wistful. world even in la it was like pouring rain yesterday cold and gray i always like cold it everywhere in la that's isn't it nice when it's different i feel like this these days Anytime the weather does something new and unique, I'm like, that's good. That's something to remark upon. I can look out and it doesn't feel like the same day uh, as yesterday. Uh, that's true. I don't love the rain, but it's definitely better than like when it was a fire in the sky, when it was orange and foggy and the, the air quality was so bad. This is at least it smells fresh. That's good. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Speaking of rain, this guy's from Seattle. So we'll call this guy uh, Jay Buner. <laughs> nice jay buner writes i'm a recent college grad in seattle and i was driving back to my parents house for the weekend from my live-in job as a manny slash bro pair and i was bro hankering pair. for i love that <laughs> it's a great tv show uh and i was hankering for a coffee 
I remembered that there was a bikini barista stand near the freeway exit I was getting off at, so I decided to check it out. I'd never had one before, so I was kind of curious. The girl was really nice and made polite conversation, but I felt so weird and voyeurish the whole time. Is this a common occurrence, or am I too squeamish? Are dudes really down this bad that they need to order a $7.5 latte? Before tip, to look at a girl in lingerie to talk to them, do either of you have any experience with going to a bikini barista, or are you too coy? P.S. Mm. started listening to the HeadGum Podcast, and I love it. Toda, love Jay. All right. Shout out to Jay. Nice. Thanks for listening to the HeadGum Pod. I love that podcast, by the way. Yeah, it's very funny. I was cracking up listening to the last episode. The uh, the one with me, Moose, and Marika? Yeah. And then, like, Ferris dropped a four-minute long uh sax track in the middle of it i don't know if you listen i didn't listen to that part insane yeah they added it in post because they said the episode was too short so ferris wrote an entire remix song of jeffrey over the sax saying what's that (laughs) (laughs) god good stuff um so So are you aware of bikini baristas I've never heard of that before i remember there was a bikini bar in new york city that i went on a date two one time yeah so i looked it up i guess it's a thing in seattle there was like this youtube documentary about it called seattle's bikini baristas and it's pretty much what you expect it's a it's like hooters but starbucks so it's a drive-through cafe and i guess there's more than one at this point where yeah they're just in bikinis serving coffee um so there's that do you have any experience of like a Hooters or a, a local equivalent of Hooters? Yeah. when I, I mean, when I was in high school, my, me and my friends, as soon as we got our licenses, that was like something that we did, <laughs> I think, often. Like, I definitely went to Hooters a decent amount. I've been to yeah. Hooters at least 20 times in my life. For wow. sure. I once ate at a Hooters by myself. <laughs> How's that for fucking weird? Did we go to Hooters once in Florida? Were you there ever when we went? I want to say like it was like some sort of group trip, but I forget what it was. It sounds really familiar. Was it like one of those college humor trips? Yeah, yeah, maybe. We were like, I don't know. I don't even remember. Anyway, Hooters is like oh, basically wait, did like... did me and you and John and John Carlo go to a Hooters? It sounds familiar, right? Maybe in Vegas or something or in Arizona or something. something Cincinnati. Like, yeah. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I think 20 is underselling. I've probably been to like <laughs> at least 35 Hooters. So Hooters, for those of you not in America, it's a basically a, it's a strip club meets a sports bar. So there's no stripping, but the, there's ladies scantily dressed that yeah. smell like strippers and they hit no. on you and they give you wings. It's kind of just like any... I feel like it's like any divey bar, except uh, the servers have to wear like booty shorts. But like, they the definitely gab actually with you more. Good. <laughs> like the food is good. That's why I go. Yeah, it's just can you for imagine the food, getting but... fucking like DoorDash Hooters? Like I just like the food. I don't care about being there. Just like give me the fucking yeah. wings and the waffle fries. Yeah, it's like an old guy that shows up to deliver it, but he's still in like booty shorts and a skinny white tank top. Thanks. All right, good. I needed to ogle something. Yeah. Contactless delivery. Shit, this is fucking embarrassing. Um, I mean, I, if it's a, it's a solid business model. As long as everybody that's working there is like in on the gag and they're like making tips and they are enjoying themselves, they have the job of their own free will. 
Like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I feel like you feeling weird is projecting a lot onto somebody who's a server. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's the same feeling I get at a strip club. I'm like, this doesn't feel nice to me because I know that they're, you know, being paid to do this. So like, I'm not getting any like rush of adrenaline or endorphins when a waitress is touching my shoulder and asking me if I want another diet Coke, babe. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they are paid to do that for everybody, but they might like you. (laughs) Wow. You don't think like me. Because um, when she wrote her name on the receipt, there's a heart <laughs> above the eye. It says t- Carrie. <laughs> and I left my number and she might call. God. It yeah. must be hard for a stripper or a Hooters waitress to uh, actually flirt with someone. Like if they actually are attracted to someone because they'll just assume that they're being, you know, fake yeah. about it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, how do you really, how do you really meet anybody? It does kind of feel like you mostly meet people at work and out with your friends. And when those two things are one and the same, maybe you do. I bet like if you are a Hooters server or a stripper, like you see so many shitty guys that like when uh, someone who's like a good person is around that like really stands out. It's almost like a really like trial by fire way of like meeting somebody if you wanted to you're like oh no most people suck and like i've seen everyone suck the max and you're cool so i like yeah you. it's also interesting that hooters didn't like start a, a type of there's no like knockoff hooters that i know about like in la there should be like 20 whatever tutors or knockers or lady burgers or something but you don't really see that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess that that is odd it doesn't really make any sense the perfect supply of hooters is the current amount of hooters and no no extra hooters would have enough people to eat there and are there ever do i think like you want it to be more of like a casual thing like I go here because the servers are really hot, but that's not the only thing. Like, if you go, you couldn't tell people that you were going to Hooters. I feel like, <laughs> I feel a like great there have been too. times <laughs> in my life where I, like, went to the same bars and restaurants over and over again because I had a crush on people on the staff. And it had, right. and, like, it's not like they had, like, really conservative uniforms. Like, everyone is wearing low-cut shorts and tight jeans. It's, it, it's you're out in the city and everyone's hot, you know? It's weird that, yeah. it's like, all right, we, you guys are hot and you have to wear orange shorts, but any other server can just like wear jeans where their butt looks really good and that's fine. Yeah. Are there, are there any male equivalents of Hooters, like dudes walking around in Isn't there, tank tops the, looking jacked? Yeah. What? The Chippendales. Chippendales is like the male strip club with like the, you know, the bow tie and the no shirt and the suspenders thing that like. Yeah. Chris there Farley should be like a Patrick Swayze, um, the, <laughs> the bit on. Yeah. There, sh- there should be like a male, like a fish and Chippendales or something. So you get like the fish, oh, fish and chips. Chip and... Yeah. But it's we like could, jack cut like, dudes. I feel like it would be pretty fucking progressive if you and I opened that and we were servers and you and I just wore like fucking banana hammocks and tiny little vests, and we had. That's actually foods. not bad. That's yeah. really good, actually, because then we're not necessarily like I'm not like thick or like super cut, right. but like 
I can like probably wear a tightish tee and then no, you like, have, have... It, ha- it can't be a tightish tee. It has to be a small <laughs> vest, a small vest with nothing underneath. Well, like I would just. I wear... really don't feel comfortable. <laughs> well, I'm talking like, about this. <laughs> you'd have to get comfortable pretty fast if we're gonna have fish and Chippendales. If we're gonna be, uh, if we're gonna be roller skating around in fucking banana hammocks and cummerbunds with with little <laughs> ties and. And like fucking, fucking yarmulkes and shit. Like <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to be like this weird yarmulke wearing, vest serving French fry guy. And I'm definitely don't want to do it on roller skates. I don't know how that shit works. Well, you're gonna have to learn fast because I can't do both, like the serving and the cooking. Like so, I'm gonna be, I'll be in the back just like. <laughs> No, why, are, why am I, you, you, this is your idea. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, that's why I have to do the fucking, the cooking. That's why I have to be the chef. <laughs> I have the vision to lay out the restaurant because you have to, by the way, you have to have the table spaced out really well because not only COVID, yeah, but yeah, also. No, this is a post-pandemic thing. I'm not no, it's doing not a post-pandemic the, thing. It's not a post-pandemic. We have to do it during the, you can, there's. 25, 50% capacity dining. So we're going to be doing it during the pandemic. Okay. Other people are doing that. So we're definitely going to be doing it during the pandemic. There's also a, a it's major so cold out. It's yeah. Well, it's going to be indoor. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You'll have a tiny little yarmulke, a cummerbund, a vest, a banana. Hammock. Of, yeah. You can have ankle socks, roller skates, and a uh, little like wrist cuffs. And <laughs> fine as long as we do it in like a major city like i don't want to like have to deal with traveling i don't know if we're gonna promise to afford a major city because what i was trying to say is because you need to space the tables out not just because of covid but also because of the roller skating because you don't want to be going between narrow narrow tables like you couldn't really do that in new york city you'd have to be doing it in like what's like maybe like <laughs> inland empire or something like that or like la or san francisco yeah, fresno no 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 north <laughs> north more inland i think san bernardino palm desert or something something <laughs> bakersfield. yeah maybe bakersfield that's maybe. really small you could do Why it in maybe? omaha what's wrong with <laughs> you could do it in nebraska omaha. yeah frigid freezing well, college town Don't i'll worry get about the temperature it's going to be inside and you'd also have a face get... mask so you have the banana hammock <laughs> the yarmulke the the cummerbund the tiny vest the bow tie uh the wrist uh the wrist cuffs, cuffs yeah and then ppe cuffs. what's the wrist that cuffs uh and a face mask and what's face ppe mask. Uh, personal pr- protective equipment because it's covid so you ha- you can't just like be doing all this without a mask and you'll you'll meet me in nebraska because you said you were cooking the food for everyone so i'm well, there so i think i can I'm do in the, roller skates i think naked i can create a fucking shut college up. town shut up shut up i'm telling i'm explaining that i think that i can create the menu in a test kitchen here <laughs> in the city and as long as i as long as I hire the right fry cooks and shorter cooks, line cooks, that type of thing, then they will be able to prepare the food because I don't think I should be putting myself at risk in a kitchen right now. Um, especially 
<laughs> especially because I came up with this whole fucking concept. I came not up with really. I said fish and Chippendales. <laughs> That's why I, I'll do it for the golden mic. Let's just give me the golden mic and we'll call it even. You get the turdy, I get the mic, and I'll move to Nebraska and I'll wear a fucking <laughs> underwear and a yarmulke in a college town and I'll serve chips. You're not going to win the golden mic when you want it that bad. Oh, my God. When you want it that bad. Oh, my God. When you need the it, least you that's when you don't it. deserve it. I'm not going to give you the golden mic just for fucking wearing a, a vest, a yarmulke, a comfortable You don't have cuffs, to fucking say PPE I remember what it is. Yes. 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 So <laughs> you're not even willing to give me a fictional award for all this fucking hard work and effort. I'm, I'm about and to move to Nebraska for you. For calling it a fictional award, you. <laughs> a fictional award, you get a turdy. And that's real. That's a real award that you just fucking earned when you disparage <laughs> the golden mic. Yeah, somebody just dropped off a pile of shit in front of my door. How did you do that? This they must have been waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, enjoy, I guess. I don't know what this guy asked us for, but... um. Hopefully he got some real honest feedback and advice, some soul searching from us about what he should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay if you go there. Yeah, Don't feel everyone so bad. is hopefully, you know, gainfully employed and having a great time. So, uh, all right, let's take a break. Come back uh, at the other side of these messages. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. Uh, we all carry around different stresses. Indeed. Whether you're anxious or depressed about a family relationship, a friend relationship, work, life, balance issues. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of reasons these days. There's always something to be a little bit tense about. And the best way to relieve that tension and to stop carrying that burden Uh is by talking to a professionally licensed therapist. That's right. And the best way to find one of those is by going to BetterHelp because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Easy peasy, bud. Jake, I talk to therapists all the time, and it's and very helpful. Yeah, you talk to therapists. like Multiple they, they keep therapists dropping you. Have, yeah. have come to me and with their hat in hand. And I help them, and they help <laughs> yeah. me. Right, amazing. Yes, we're all helping each other because we're all talking to one another. And... If I wanted to just stay at home and do so more affordably and conveniently, I would use BetterHelp. Right on. You can visit BetterHelp.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Awesome. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash segments. Their prices are low because they're not like, you know, the therapists are not paying for rent anywhere. Right. Well, they might be paying for rent somewhere, but it's, yeah, yeah, but it's not necessarily an expensive office. Yeah, exactly. And then they pass those caches on to you. That's those savings go on to you for sure. Yes, correct. So again, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Easy. Thanks, BetterHelp. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little than five. Mama, 
gross. <laughs> you know, I think you have, I don't know if it's unsolicited advice or a, a cautionary tale. Is that right? Yeah, sort of. I mean, I don't know how to avoid it, but uh, three days ago, I did get food poisoning. So my general advice is to not have it that way. And mm. specifically, I guess I'll go over what happened and then you can tell me if I did anything wrong. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, I mean, f- food poisoning is, I think it's the worst, it's the worst I've ever felt. What was, what was your case of it like before we get into the, the exact details? Yeah. I had, I had eaten dinner with my girlfriend and she felt fine, which makes me question this whole food poisoning thing at all. But about two hours after dinner, which was chicken and over some greens that we had purchased at a Whole Foods, uh, I felt like there was trapped gas in me, like over my windpipe. And I'm like, oh, I think I really have to fart. Like, I feel like this sharp pain. And it's just, it feels like I just got the wind knocked out of me, like that kind of like pressure mm. in that area. And so I like lay down on my stomach and I'm like, oh, it's not subsiding. And I feel kind of like fucking hot. Is it hot in here? She's like, no, it's not hot. But like, maybe you could take some gas X or Imodium to like help alleviate the gas pain. I'm like, yeah, I think so. And then I start walking to the bathroom, like, oh, no. And I, like, you know, bend over the toilet, do my uh, puking situation. And that's, at this point, I'm fairly certain it's um, it's food poisoning because I'm mm. puking, you know? I'm throwing up. That's not yeah. a fun place to that's be. Not you wanna, that's, not where, that's not where you want to be. But the gas pain is still there. So I'm like, what is going on? Like, you think, like, the food had to travel through where the gas pain is. Maybe there's a bunch of tubes down there, some pipes that aren't overlapping. Mm. Um then I run a bath because, you know, sometimes that can help alleviate stomach pain. While I'm in the bath, I feel kind of good. I feel a little bit better, but it still feels like there's something there. What time is I it? I get out now? of th- This is like 11 p.m. Um, dinner was like at 7. I started feeling bad at 9. Two hours later, I'm in a bath. Nothing subsiding. I get out of the bath. I lay down again. Avital's like, are you feeling better? I'm like, yeah, kind of, but like not really. Then back to the toilet, back to the puking. No diarrhea. Like everything is coming straight up, straight out of me. At least that's nice. And you know, we're going through like the courses, the progression of what I ate. First, it was like the most recent thing. Then it's like a bowl of cereal I had before that. Then like a Mm. cup of soup I had before that. It's like I'm seeing the entire day the entire day rewind out of my mouth in real time. Did you get down to like the dry heaves and just like the bile? Yeah, that was like, that's the stop. That's the, okay, you've rewound the tape to the beginning. Let's, that's it for now. You don't have to worry about that. Then whatever's paining you is, is unrelated to the food because none of that is in you anymore. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I try to go to sleep with a heating pad on. I'm like, okay, it still kind of hurts, but I'm feeling a little bit better. Then 3 a.m. comes up and I'm like, God, it just still feels like there's this ball of something trapped wind like or something like I can't fart out or burp out. So I take a few tums that were sitting by my bedside and I do, what's the yoga position where it's like, uh, you're sort of like a, a roller coaster. Like you're, it's almost like a seal. So your head is up and your oh, feet like are laying on a bed. Yeah. A cobra of sorts. It looks like, you know, that like a, yeah. a half pipe. Right. And I like take deep breaths and suddenly like I hear this gurgling within me and it starts like coming out of me, like all the trapped whatever was in there, like a fucking volcano erupting with this disgusting whatever was in me. So the Tums plus the puke plus the time I was, I texted you at like, I think it was for my time. I'm like, I don't think I'll be able to make this 10 a.m. meeting because it's four right now and I'm sitting, uh, 
like sitting up in my bed and I can't lay down. That's correct. So By I the finally way, you, did, you it, made the meeting. So shout out to you. Well, for whatever reason, what happened at four, like I was able to like burp and pass and get rid of everything. So I was able to just fall asleep. And by like 10 a.m., I'm like, all right, I'm back to normal. But like I felt was completely it, empty like and dead an insane, inside. Was it an insane, like voluminous, uh, resonant burp? Like, did, was no, it, it satisfying was, or was it like kind of just like <laughs> more and more burping coming up that like eventually fixed it? It was satisfying because it felt so internal. Like I took a deep breath and I heard like gurgling that was like coming from deep, 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 deep within oh, my I body. That's so, was, so like, good. Bleh. Yeah. Someone who can't burp, I'm sure you'd appreciate this, this feeling of like something that was stuck is now moving through my system and it felt yeah. so inside me getting out. Incredible. So I don't know. I don't know how I got it. I'm not quite sure how it fixed itself. But I guess my advice is to not get food poisoning. Do you, but you feel like you know as you're throwing up, like, this was the thing that it was, right? Like, there's always, like, one food that as you're throwing up, you're just thinking about. And even if it wasn't it, it's, like, it's somewhere, somewhere like, in, in, like, in your soul, you know. Yeah. It was either, it was either the chicken that we both had, something in the lettuce that we both had, or, like, this store-bought soup that we both had before the dinner. So I don't know what caused this thing to happen. See, the thing um, I've learned about food poisoning is that it's not necessarily, like, about the food. Like, sometimes it's you ingest, like, a tiny little bit of fecal matter, which that could have easily oh, been see. on the lettuce. Like, you just kind of ate a little bit of shit on Friday, you know? Right. And I don't know how it got there. It could have been from the sink. It could have been from the dog. It could have just been a random piece on the lettuce. So, like, mm. I don't have to throw the rest of it away. But at the same time, I'm not like, all right, let's try this these greens again. Like, yeah. last time I felt pain for 12 hours. Let's eat. No, no lettuce is worth that. Is there... So, are, has your appetite returned or you feel like I am going to stay away from chicken and salad for a little while? Uh, appetite returned. The first day back was a little touch and go. It was very, like bland rice and normal like reacclimating my body to food that was uh friday would yeah, you eat Thursday the exact same meal again if it was all if it was all newly prepared like if avital made chicken and greens and she put it in front of you you'd be like oh that, that's fine <laughs> yeah i think so because the, the food tasted good and i don't really know what it was and mm. i don't know specifically what happened but yeah I, i'm not like scarred from eating chicken and or greens anytime soon i still to this day I got food poisoning 10 years ago and I can't eat roasted red peppers. Interesting. I don't like the yeah. taste of roasted red peppers anyway, so I'm fine with that. But wow, you just think that was it or Yeah, and also that just... when I got when I was in France and I got food poisoning from uh duck, I or whatever it was, I think it was the duck, but I still to this day can't eat duck. Interesting. And duck is great. You can't even have duck fat fries? I used to, if it, I guess I probably could have duck fat fries. If, but if I tasted the duck a lot in it, I would be sick. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that feeling. And I wonder if it was even like food poisoning or if it was actual gas and I would try to alleviate it by puking it up. I don't know. I just, I don't have enough information. And now it's gone forever. Yeah. It sounds like food poisoning. You're throwing up that much. I think there's <laughs> there's not really anything else it could be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's, uh, that's my gross little insight. So don't poison yourself. Yeah. Eat that sounds nasty. Well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you Wash still been... Wash your hands. Have you still... 
Yeah, washing your hands is key too. Have you been still cooking as much as you have been or slowing down, speeding up? Oh yeah. Last night I made I made um what did I make? It's it's called something that I can't remember the Oh, here it is. I made um uh, Michuzi wa samaki. Uh it's a Tanzanian coconut fish. I know what it, no, I know what it is. You don't you knew what it was? Yeah. Tazuki yeah. Matsunawi. Yeah, yeah. It's like this uh, coconut curry thing, right? Michuzi wa samaki. Uh it's Tanzanian. It was a coconut fish curry and it was incredible. Let, it was the let's best. See it. You want to see a photo? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, you still need an Instagram for this food. Like you're taking these photos, but you have to share them with the world. It shouldn't just be for me. It's true. Oh, that's a good looking. That's a good looking fish curry. What's on the left? What yeah. is those dark? Is that beans I, on the left? Uh, no, I also made just for just for fun and because um, I was worried I was cooking for my dad and I didn't think he was going to like the curry. Um, so I also found like a Tanzanian steak recipe, just like beef skewers. Um, wow. And those actually, those didn't come out that well. I didn't like the way those came out. Um, but, <laughs> and but neither did curry, my dad. <laughs> uh, they, well, he, I think he did cause they, I thought they were too dry, but my dad likes overdone meat. So it was perfect. Interesting. Uh, so he's a well-done steak kind of guy. Um, yeah. But actually, he doesn't even... I don't think he's ever had curry, and he really liked it. So it was Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Never had curry. My parents also don't eat Indian food, because they never had it growing up in Israel. Yeah. my I think that parents... They're just, they're just kind of like on autopilot when it comes to food. My parents have chicken and pasta and a veggie... And my mom has a veggie burger basically every single night. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's it's hard to be adventurous at age sixty. Yeah, they're not they're not start- well. They're and you know what? They're usually not starting, but they they were adventurous last night. They definitely like um, they'll eat when people cook for them. You know, they're not picky eaters. They're just set in their ways. They'll eat when you tell them to eat. Mm-hmm. So do they do they appreciate the the Shay J of it all? The new chef version of you? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Everybody, everybody's so supportive and nice to me when I cook. It's so funny. It's almost <laughs> insulting. <laughs> it is. If if I didn't adore the attention so much, it would be. But it's great. Uh, all right, good work. Um, another question. Shall we? Shan't Why we? Why not? Reminder that uh, live show, virtual live show, tickets on location live dot com slash jake and amir or if i play my cards right it's at jake and right now yeah just just check jake and to see if amir played his cards right and then maybe yeah. you'll buy a ticket but even if you don't you'll know you'll know if i figured out auto forward forwarding on our name cheap account <laughs> uh okay this one is called <laughs> her fantasy fucked me Ooh. um so FF, we'll call this uh, dude, uh, Freddy Farkas, Frontier Pharmacist, which is a game I used to play growing up. Oh. <clears throat> What's up, guys? I've been listening since episode three. Yeah, that's right. I won't lie about it. I'm not a day one fan, but that's not the point. Close enough. This, this girl I've been talking to for around a month shared one of her deepest fantasies with me uh, that has my mind scrambled like an egg inside LeBron James. She wow. wants she wants a threesome with another girl. Okay, cool. She also wants a threesome with another guy. Okay, not so cool. Then the big one. 
She wants either another guy to watch us and touch his Frankfurter, or she wants me to watch her and another guy while I touch my corn cob. I don't care about the th- I don't care about the threesome with another girl at this point. It would, <laughs> it, that it would fine, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, me. if you think about it. Yeah, it's just the other shit I hate. Uh, I would suffice to say I very much dislike her other fantasies. What should I do? Is she going to break up with me if I don't want to do these things? Should I break up with her? Should I just watch her and another guy then live with a growing hatred for her the rest of our lives? This is seriously bothering me. I would go as far as to say that I absolutely loathe these ideas. <laughs> All except for the uh, threesome with another girl one, which is, as I mentioned, okay if we have to. Uh, yeah, so multiple fantasies, uh, a lot of which he's just not that into This you. is uh, This is ridiculous. This isn't even a problem. She gave you four fantasies, one of which you agree with so like great there you go i have four fantasies uh one is also your dream and the other three you don't like but like you guys agree on one that's good so there you go but what if she's like honestly like it's like you making the beef for your dad she's like no it's really just about the coconut curry aka the one where a guy watches us fuck what a weird one performative that i never thought of that of as like a thing like let's introduce someone else into the bedroom Ooh, yeah but i just want them to watch us oh that seems odd like i don't know i'd feel very weird about that voyeur i guess yeah just a guy in the corner i mean it feels especially weird now because like everybody's just been like kind of quarantining with their loved ones like yeah he'd be in a mask he'd be in a mask i have have to you'd have to be six feet away wearing a mask window open i feel like i've been in a situation like in not in my married life but in the past like where like watching is like that could be like hot in in an interesting way yeah but also like that's this is all of this stuff is not like she desperately wants to do it. You guys like talked about her fantasies, like things that she finds hot. And that doesn't mean that she like wants to do it or needs to do it with you. Uh, she's just like sharing stuff, you know? Yeah. There's not anything uh, you have to do with this information. Yeah. I guess you can have an honest conversation. Say this one feels good. This one, not so much. And as for the last two, I think I'd rather never do those at all. Yeah. And you could just be like, you know, how important is that one? That one's not on my radar. Um, I realize I'm a hypocrite, but I like the you and another girl <laughs> one and not the me and another guy one. Is that kosher? You what know? if she's like, well, if you only choose one, why don't we flip a fucking coin for it? <laughs> wow. Would you do that? Would you take that bet? Yeah, if it was take just... that gamble. If it was just d- down to two of them, like... Uh, uh, the one you want, threesome with another girl, or threesome with another guy, or guy in the room, Jango. Would you flip that coin? Probably. Or D&D style, roll that die. I'd roll a die. Yeah, I think I'd roll a die. It's just another class. It's a classic cost-benefit analysis. Do you hate one more than you love the other? Yeah. And I mean, you could just ask your girlfriend. You could be like, of all of these fantasies... Um, how much do you want any one of them to come true? 
and which one if you could rank them. But like I don't I don't think there's ever really an expectation when you share a fantasy for it to come true. That's why it's a fantasy. Like yeah. You could just you know, she told you her fantasies, you could say yours and you don't necessarily be like um <laughs> now that I've shared, what are we do what are the action items to make sure my fantasy comes to fruition? That's not really how it works. You're just getting closer. You're just like finding what turns each other on. You guys could like role play some of this stuff. You could watch porn. You could just be having sex and and say, hey, what's that guy doing in the corner? He's watching. Yeah. There's or maybe a virtual guy. Us. Doesn't oh, that feel yeah. like an Omegle situation? Chat roulette. Totally. I think that like, yeah, it, talking about fantasies and like maybe saying that you want any of them to happen is just like the root of it is that you want to spice up your sex life. It's not like, okay, now we want to spice up our sex life. The only thing that can do it is if I watch her get fucked by somebody and I don't want to do that because it would ruin your relationship for you. So she's not, she's not trying to ruin your relationship at the expense of her fantasy. That's, that's obvious, but you guys, um, you can talk about things that make you both feel good and that would spice up the, the sex life. Yeah. Um, all right. Let us know how that goes, please. <laughs> what if he's like, I did the coin flip thing and I'm over fucking four at this point. <laughs> I think she's loading it against me. Yeah. I rolled so low, I can't even be in the room while she's fucking other people anymore. <laughs> the room where it happens. It's, so it's a guy in the corner just sort of, yeah, like he said, touching his corn cob. Let us know, Freddie Farkas. Keep us posted. <laughs> um, all right. Instead of ending the show, let's take another break and Whoa. answer another question. That's right. Wow. More questions, more answers, more sponsors to thank on the other side of these messages. Love it. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. From helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever. Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love. Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to amazon.com backslash Purina. And we're back again. Uh, okay, we got one last question to get through. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, um, this <laughs> sort of similar, but much lower stakes. Uh, it's a guy <laughs> who's having problems watching movies with his girlfriend. Okay, uh, I actually we'll have the same. I've got the same <laughs> fucking issue, so I'm I'm yeah. curious. Well, you don't know what this issue is, but yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of movie watching problems now that everybody's at home watching a movie every yeah, single night. T- I, yeah, you're right. I'll t- I'll tell you what my problem is though. Okay, uh, we'll call this guy Gene Siskel. Writes, 
Uh, I've been dating this girl for about four and a half years, and it's been mostly great, except for this one thing. Since the never-ending quarantine slog has started, we've been watching a lot more movies and shows together, and some of which, I swear to God, either both of us have seen before, uh, or she had mentioned that she has seen without me. Anyway, we play this game sometimes where we like make predictions about what's going to happen during these movies, because I don't know, it feels sort of cool when you call something way in advance. But recently, my girlfriend has been acting as though she's not seen this movie that I'm positive she has. She'll just out of the blue call something like the end of the sixth sense or some shit and act like she wants me (laughs) to be impressed. I ask her if she had seen it before or heard about what happens, and she assures me that she hasn't, but I don't know if I believe her. Uh, This has happened a few times now, and I feel like I'm going crazy. Am I overthinking this? How can I bring this up without being seeming completely insane? She has uh, seemed a little off lately, but usually is so genuine. <laughs> so that's that's his very specific dilemma. Interesting. Yeah, I, like, I bet that's... he's dead the whole time. There's no way you haven't heard that before. I, what is that? How it ends? I was yeah. just guessing. I feel. <laughs> is that what happened? Oh my god! I was right. <laughs> that's so random. I feel like you can, you don't have to like address the ongoing issue. Like, hey, you've been doing this. I've talked about this before. This this just like just to address it as a one-off. You've like yeah. she, she can slowly lose your trust on the move on on the calling the movie thing. And then the game will kind of be ruined and you guys won't play anymore. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think you need to like have a conversation <laughs> the, the idea that she seems off lately it kind of just implies that she's like losing her mind and this uh, is a very this is a very quarantined and together for four years because if it was just like a casual relationship like i could see like giving somebody the benefit of the doubt or playing stupid or being supportive but after like four and a half years and one year consecutively in quarantine you just like kind of snap. You're like, I know you've seen this fucking movie before. I'm sorry. I'm not going to act impressed. I know what's going on here, babe. Cause you're going yeah, a little crazy. I feel like after living a year in quarantine with somebody, the idea of like things left unsaid or like us not having conversations feels absolutely insane. I feel like I say literally everything on my mind. <laughs> There's there's yeah. no like oh okay let's just leave that there and not uh, not talk about it like everything gets talked about. There's no you're caught up. I, it's no a year long road trip, right? Yeah. So what's your what's your movie um, chemistry issue? I can't remember if I've talked about. I've definitely talked about this with you before. I don't remember if it was on the podcast. Honestly, anyway, um, Jill talks throughout like movies and television. Just like sometimes she'll just be like oh, this guy is like this, this guy, oh, he was already at this thing, right? <laughs> and then like, I will be like, yeah. She's like, and then we're, we'll continue watching. She's like, yeah, because, and then she's like still explaining as, so anyway, <laughs> what I've, I, she knows how much I like, I don't like talking during movies or TV. I like, I don't like to miss anything. I really don't like to be interrupted. Um, so instead of being quiet, we started this thing where, if she needs to say something, she'll just pause it. So I'm not missing anything, but she's still like, we're going to pause the show so I can hear her, her take or how she got ahead or her interpretation. And like, <laughs> it's so, it's like kind of polite, but then it's still like, sometimes we'll flow. be like, yeah, we'll just be like watching TV. She's like, pause, 
<laughs> like, like <laughs> she's a teacher teaching me a class. Like, all right, I'm going to th- explain what's going on here. And like, it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to find two people that watch consume media the same ways. Like even me and Avital, like watch completely different ways. And it'd be fun to have them on to have them defend their way of watching a movie. What but are I, what's Avital's way? Or your she's way? very, she's very into like, oh, where's that person from? I'm going to see where that person's from. It's, it's killing me and I need to hear, oh, I was mm-hmm. thinking about this. Can I rewind it? I missed this one line. It's like, yeah, just the guy who said hello like eight seconds ago. You didn't miss anything. I'm like, yeah, no, but now we're talking about this and I have to figure it out. And me, I'm like casually half watching shit, making fun of it throughout. Like if I don't like a movie, I decide very early on and borderline ruin it for everyone else who's watching the movie with me. So like we always leave the room. We always leave the movie like it's been either tainted or mutually agreed upon that it was amazing based on how I'm acting during the movie. Like we never sit down move like lights off watch the entire film without saying anything like mm. the way movies are meant to be seen in theaters like that's how right. it forces you you can't and even that, pause it to that, go to the bathroom that is my goal is pitch black no one says <laughs> anything i watch the entire thing and i like maybe eat um an entire like uh plate of cookies or something that's my idea yeah. movie night yeah movie chemistry it's hard to it's hard to find and it's it's such a spotlight now because literally like it's 8 p.m. What do you do it? Like, do you watch a movie every night? I watch sports, so there's like a, a little bit of an out. Sometimes I play video games with my friends. Like, yeah. what are you doing every night at 8, from 8 to midnight? Are you we, watching a movie every night? No, we watch TV. But I mean, like, the TV TV is so good now that it's like, it's kind of like a movie, you know? Like, I'll watch. But there's I, no night where you don't watch it, where it's like, oh, wow, it's oh, 11 and we didn't watch movies. Or no, we didn't watch a TV show. I mean, that'd be insane. That'd be insane. <laughs> bananas that's bonkers i can't even imagine no um yeah tv there's no alternative every single night tv every night sometimes it's a movie on the weekends it's sometimes a movie sunday night's a movie night sunday night movie night did i tell you i was watching peaky blinders i think it's the best show on television (laughs) my brother loves peaky blinders you could talk to ben about it i would i I would love to i think it's the best show of all time i think it's the greatest show of our lifetime it's so fucking good so you have it at the head of the Mount Rushmore, above those wires, the Sopranos, the Breaking Bads, the Mad Men, Peaky Blinders, A number one. It's above all. I'm, and I'm only, well, I'm starting season five, so I don't know like if it's, you know, Jesus, that's a lot. Perfect. Yeah. You did not know. You did not know that Peaky Blinders was like five or six seasons, but it is. And it's incredible. What about this? Do you guys have your own shows, your own movies? Like, or does she have to watch Peaky Blinders with you? Um, I have none of my own shows because jill and i are watching everything together and when the only time like i when i'm recording podcasts like when i record an ad pod for like three or four hours in a row jill watches something else and so she watches the crown she used to watch what's that um i think the crown is the big one she watched bridgerton she was watching um what's the one with um British British dramas basically yeah. without you. What's God damn, I can't think of that that show. Never mind. I can't I can't even think of a word to describe the show. <laughs> That's how good it is. Um but yeah, she wa- she has more like time when I'm recording where she's like needs to do something so she'll watch she'll watch uh the crown. That's that's the big one. I feel like I'm always watching her watch the crown. And I think I would Got like it. the crown. I, w- I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we often start shows together and she takes off 
like at a rate that I can't, I'm not a binge kind of guy. Mm. So it's like, we watch one episode. I'm like, I think that's good. And she's like, I'm going to watch a few more cut yeah. to the next day. It's like, yeah, I'm 11 de- episodes deep. I couldn't stop myself. Wow. I'm not a, I'm not a binger, but I could definitely, I can watch two. Jill doesn't even like to watch like two episodes in a row. I'm like two, yeah. two in bed, <laughs> but I like to be in bed by 11. You know? I'm not a crazy person. Yeah. But with Peaky, you ever stretch it to three? No, we've never watched three Peaky Blinders in a row. That there's it's they're hour long episodes. We can't. Also, like they're so good that there there are times where I'm like, we were burning through season three so fast, and I was like, we have to watch something else because Peaky Blinders is so good, and I don't want it to be over. Like, can you imagine a show that is so good that you don't want to watch an episode because it's gonna fucking finish faster? Like, I guess episodes is where I like the most. Yeah. I I would I rude the day that the a succession season was over. Yeah. Oh yeah, success God, Succession's also really good. It's not on the same level as Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders is incredible. It's the goat to you. It is. <laughs> All right, there we have it. Um so I guess uh drop it or uh bring it up a lot and say that oh, yeah, it bothers you and have it not away, away your comfort. It seems like it's going to eat away at you regardless of if you bring it up or don't. Right. But I think you can just stop believing her when you don't believe her and it's going to be fine. You don't have to have a, you don't have to have a conversation. You could just start, just start. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You saw this. Yeah. Yeah. It's all bingo, you can bingo, do. Bingo, bongo. Um, all right. Uh, maybe we'll have Avital and Jill on the live show. They can, um, defend their POVs of watching movies with us. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, all right. The um, email address, if you have your own questions or theme songs, is if I were you show at gmail.com. Live show tickets available. I think it, it, it's online at like 6 a.m. So if you're listening to this at a normal hour, the tickets should be available at on location live.com slash Jake and Amir. Or Jake and Amir. And we're still on. Yeah, and we're still on Patreon. Patreon.com slash J-A. Shout oh out God. to the Patreon boys uh, and girls. So if uh, if you have any, or sorry, um, the opening theme song was written by, ooh, those three guys from Calgary. And this closing one uh, is a Lost in the Woods parody, which ooh. is from a Disney movie, I want to say. Okay. Let me look it up exactly. Lost in the Woods. Um uh, by Annie, Annie Ziegler from, whoa, from uh, Michigan. And she uh, something to plug is her new art account, Artabelle underscore Z. And mm. P.S. I'm a big fan of Jeff. Tell him I say hi, smiley face. Okay. All right. So Artabelle underscore Z, a.k.a. Annie Ziegler. Um, Jeff, if you're listening, she says hi. Right. And uh, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. If I Were You By Jake and Damir Ask your questions And send them here Amir's a chipmunk and always gets the dirty And Jake will win the golden mine 
If I were you, the best podcast, they will answer all your questions and your concerns. If I were you, written by these dudes, one is cool, one is lame, guess which one? If I were you, to I were you That was a Hidgum original Hey, this is Jeffrey James, host of the HeadGum Podcast and the fan-favorite game show, Jeopardy! We're going to be live-streaming this chaotic Jeopardy-inspired game show on Thursday, June 13th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Some of your favorite podcast hosts and producers will be competing, including Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements from Hollywood Handbook, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger from Doughboys, Miles Bonsignore from Perfect Person, Amir Blumenfeld from Segments, Riley Anspa from Review Review, and more. Get your tickets today at moment.co slash jeopardy it's only ten dollars right that's only what is it five eighths the california minimum wage that's m-o-m-e-n-t dot c-o slash g-e-o f-f-a-r-d-y moment.co slash jeopardy and if you can't watch live no problem because the vod version video on demand will be available for seven days following the event so get your tickets at moment.co slash jeopardy you won't want to miss it Or miss it. I don't care.